Hello and welcome folks to episode 144 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking about all things Dice Masters. I'm Chris, otherwise known online as the true Mr. Six, and that fella over there is Andy, a.k.a. Ted Lasso. What a show. It's back. I know, but this drip one episode a week (laughs) is the most painful thing ever. (laughs) It's horrific. It's like, at least give us three to binge in one hit. Uh, I want it all, and I want it now. Right now. Because I, I ain't I ain't into this whole Roy and Keeley breakup thing. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> I, need to, I need to know how this pans out right now. I have a feeling yeah. it's going to pan out, and all will be well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I imagine so. Although there's rumours of a dark ending. Really? Yeah, but I have avoided said rumors because this 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 is um so the, the for, for the listeners who don't know Ted Lasso is obviously a series on uh, Apple TV. Uh, the guy who plays Roy Kent, he's the writer, uh, and I read an interview with him, the one where they told him that people think he's CGI. Um, but the other bit is this is always <laughs> planned to be a, a three series story. Yeah. And the story will conclude at the end of series three. Whether they go on and then produce more, he's, he's never he's not going to like stop that idea because that's you know money in the bank. But they stuck to the th- three series, and it will come to a conclusion on the third. So whatever happens, so what well, dark? What like they just all explode? <laughs> <laughs> Ted has a horrific accident on a. On a bike or something, a segue. <laughs> yeah. or, or they get relegated, like my beloved Southampton will. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Dice Masters, that's, that's my extra type stuff there. Isn't it just, oh, Ted Lasso, Dice Master set, make that happen. Yeah, I watched it at lunchtime today while I was having me uh, cheese sandwich. I was cheese sandwich second one out. Ted Lasso. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Watched I'll it. Enjoy that. Watched it with my cheese sandwich cup of tea and then i had a couple of chocolate digestives to follow it up Ooh, yeah that's very nice isn't it yeah very special wednesday treat ted, <laughs> ted lasso lasso and a cheese sarnie yeah on a, on a crusty roll no less oh mate i made this sandwich this is i know it's off topic but um so i went to the fridge it was quite late um and realized that all the cooked meat was like literally about to go off uh, so I made one of them American style, <laughs> just chucked it all in. There's like about twenty slices of turkey, about ten slices of ham, a few bits of corned beef for good measure. It was huge, banging heartburn afterwards. Anyway, dice masters. Anyway, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> congratulations. Yeah, I know you're going off topic, but we actually, after all the whinging and moaning I did last episode, we got stuff to talk about this week. Yeah, we do things going on there's actually stuff happening it's a shocker but before i do i'll ask you my man what have you been up to since we last recorded <laughs> not a lot really what we what did we play last time we played um oh we did oh, the direct damage teams yes we did Ugh. Uh, i don't like when i don't roll no, yeah, you were your Batman in particular was cursed. So, uh, just for anyone who's joining us for the very first time today, we did a audience brewing challenge a few episodes back, and the challenge was to create a team that would win 
with direct damage, death by a thousand cuts, we called it. So we're pingity ping damage cards. Andy went with uh, Stu, wasn't it? Stu Art's team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was Rare Batman from Superman Kryptonite Crisis Centric. And I went with Nick Worley's team, which was Rare Jubilee from Dark Phoenix Saga. Dark Phoenix Saga centric. And we played it out. So the video, if you want to see the actual gameplay of, of, of us playing out the teams, it's on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash the Ministry of Dice. And Andy's Batman's just didn't want to come out Batted and play. off. Bat off. Yep. Didn't want to come out and play. Uh. Although when you did get one out, you you demonstrated the awesome kind of chaining power of of that Batman with the Joker. Yeah, it was like 18 turns of me not rolling it or not rolling the Jubilee or not rolling the anything. Uh, and then it did a big old amount of damage in one, but it wasn't enough because uh, yours definitely had a good consistency to it. Yeah, well, this new Rush ruling has really Oof. lifted the lid on Rush. Yeah, I mean, there's 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 back. I mean, you have to have singular single energy really for most of your team for it to work. I think. Yeah. So uh, uh, Nick's team was using Gamora, which rushes when drawn with a bolt die, and then there was just an absolute bucket ton of bolt characters in there. But what Nick had uh, quite shrewdly done is put bolt characters that are energized characters. So I must admit that even though Jubilee was out on the table and there was a bit of ping done with Jubilee, the vast majority of the damage was done by... Who was it? It was the Energized one that was doing damage. Oh, the Phoenix. Oh, God, yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, two, let me bring that. Two damage had Energized, wasn't it? Two da- And then it was like you had two or three rolling around. Yeah, let me just... Um, I'll bring the card up because I've forgotten... Uh, the deets. It's a big refresh, eyeball. Refresh myself. Yeah, here you go. Uh, Phoenix Firepower, which is the common from Dark Phoenix. When fielded, deal three damage to target character die, which is fine, and I used that a couple of times. Yeah. Um, but but the Energize was deal two damage to target character die or player. And then the Jubilee, when you spend an X-Men character's energy on a global or to field a character, that was another set of pings, wasn't it? So basically, the Phoenix rolling in on two bolts was two shots from the Energize on the Phoenix and then two energy to spend into the Jubilee ping as well. And with the rush, with the God, ramp that the rush Every me, turn. I'd basically bought three Phoenix dice, which is a six cost. It was shocking. Yeah, not to mention everything else. You got a Dark Phoenix at one point. And that was spinning around <laughs> in the mix. Yeah, was, uh... I had a few cyclopses. And then Nick, Nick came to me and said, um, "You even missed a few rush triggers. <laughs> you would have really, you would... yeah." I was like, "Did oh, I?" No. <laughs> yeah, he put, well, he put it in the comments on the vid. He said, uh, "Rules lawyer," and and we'll come back to this subject later. Both the subject of Nick and rules lawyering. He said, "Yeah, just a rules lawyer for a minute." But uh, this was a positive rules lawyering because he said you actually missed a few triggers. <laughs> you would have been ramping even more. So, yeah, this this rush ruling has definitely made it feel more like a swarm mechanic, but more flexible than swarm. Yeah, flexible in some ways, and then more flexible in use. But I think team building, you need to think more about it. So it's quite balanced in that way. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I suppose the reason I'm thinking more flexible is because you don't need one in the field because it's the act of drawing the two dice together in the 
Yeah, it's okay. harder to uh, to kind of counter. Yeah, as an opponent. Yeah. So, yeah, that was pretty insane. So that that went well for me. But I think it, it would have been a very different story if Andy had actually managed to roll his Batman dice. Yeah, I think it could have been it was a tight one. Two good teams built by two good team builders. Absolutely. Yeah, it was a fun game, a lot of back and forth. Yeah. Uh, we've been getting the um, uh, builds in for the... Because the next Great British Brew-Off uh, is uh, 20 damage with one dice. Uh, and we've been getting a few entries in. I think we said we're going to do it this episode, but we're going to do it next one, aren't we? Next episode. Yeah, we're going to do it next episode. That's right, yeah, because um, we've got our Dice Masters versus Cancer golden ticket winner. Uh, I guess, uh, this time around. But yeah, we've had a handful in, I think two or three so far, which is, you know, fine. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, but if uh, any more, uh, any out there. So what we're asking for, the, the challenge, the brewing challenge in the Great British Brew Off uh, this time around is to deal all 20 of your damage in a single hit with a single dice. Is that right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, get your thinking caps on if you want to join in the fun. Then you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Discord, YouTube, or by electronic mail. <laughs> yes. Any, any and all of the above. <laughs> yeah, very good. Uh, and that's it. We haven't been, we haven't been playing much else, uh, Dice Masters-wise. No, other things. I, I, I cracked open the... Uh, uh, the board game I got at Christmas, the uh, adventure. Let me grab it. Excuse the noise. Adventure begins. The Dungeons and Dragons cooperative board game. Your far fun, fast entry into the world of D and D. I got as far as right. opening it. I want to see if there's any possibilities for us to do something kind of on Twitch. I don't think there is because it's quite board game focused with cards and having a board and moving. You know your little man around, but nonetheless, it looks pretty simple. I was I picked the right time to uh, uh, drag one of the kids and and see if we can uh, play it and see how they get on. It's a nice little intro. You, you just kind of go through kind of four stages of a of a map. It's not a um, you know dungeon. You don't have a lot of choice. You just kind of progress through four different areas, uh, and there's like a, a mini boss at the end of each area, and then the big boss at the end of the last one. Yeah. Um, you've got different attacks and then you battle them and there's like, rewards for describing how are you going to do the attack and stuff uh, to kind of get that idea of role playing in um, but it's solid, I'm hoping to uh, yeah get that actually out and on the table I was a little bit worried it was going to be too hard for him but I don't think it will be oh, so cool, yeah. cool. you got around to doing any painting yet? Um, no I um I plan to uh, to get my desk sorted this weekend, Ooh. and so that I've got a bit of space for the paints and the brushes and sure. and everything, and then um, maybe have a, have a have a do for it next week. Ooh. So uh, hold your hold on to your hats. Let's see what what happens. I'll be like, oh, I'm not done for ages. I'm crap, and then I won't ever do it again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I've, and then. Marvel Snap. Ugh. Let's talk about Snap, baby. Let's talk about Game, you and is me. A bag of sh- Whoa. Hold your horses there. I certainly have not had the same success as I did last month, getting up to the heady heights of 90. I started the season on 60. I'm currently on 57. 
It's rough. I'm still enjoying it though. It's but fun it's, there, folks. No, it's, it's certainly I'm kind of losing as much as I'm winning, uh, and um, and uh, them, them's bees the brakes. I did that new Shuri. Got that Shuri. I was very excited to use it. Again, it's quite. If you get your cards, you can make it work. Uh, you put your Shuri down. You put your Red Skull down, and then you put your either Taskmaster or Armin Zola, depending on what comes up, to either duplicate it or split it. And if you get the cards, that's great. If you don't get the cards, not so great. And if they've got a Shang-Chi, you're screwed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I've, I've been different. I'll just be playing my movement one. I really like it. And it's pretty solid. And it does stuff. And it's interactive. Uh, so I've just been fighting around with that in my uh, lunch breaks and when I uh, go for a poo. That's a, that's a good scene to play at the minute because there isn't the featured location a movie one. Doesn't it do some movie thing? Uh, yeah, three and four cost cards move to it after they're played, so you can immediately get the first little move out of the uh, out of the gate. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. With like a vulture or something. Yeah, vulture or a human torch or a dagger or whatever. Well, else. Uh, human torch is uh, one cost, isn't he? Oh, that's true. Yeah, that didn't work with him at all. Yeah, it is mostly vulture. To be fair. Yeah. Sure. And daggers are two, so it won't work either. Yeah. Anyway, that's me. But still. <laughs> What's about Sayusa? What about me? Okay, well, so it's been busy. Like I say, considering I had a good moment about, oh, it's dead quiet, and I'm struggling to get the motivation, and the, you know, the game has started to feel... Like, there's nothing going on, there's nobody out there, numbers are down, winch, winch, moan, moan. I don't know what happened. Maybe they heard the episode over at WizKids or something because there's a bit of life. There was certainly a bit of discussion following the episode on the Discord where, uh, broadly speaking, I think a lot of those who are uh, the dedicated hardcore, you know, who are still around, still contributing to the conversation, still trying to keep stuff going, uh, are feeling it too, you know, definitely feeling like it's a bit... It's a bit stranger this time, a bit quieter this time, a bit harder work this time. You know, and there's a lot of people who just disappeared altogether that we haven't heard hide nor hair of, uh, at least since before Christmas and stuff. So it's it's not been unnoticed, broadly speaking, uh, from the, I suppose, the the niche clique in the middle, as it were, the the lifers. Uh, so that was nice to get in a bit of chat and hear a bit of conversation. Our man Troy from the Dice Coalition was out and about talking it up, saying, so what needs to happen? What can we do? Always the man of action, our Troy. So that that was nice. To, that helped sort of lift me up a bit and reassured me and made me feel a bit better. And then I got an email from WizKids, uh, which was a lovely email. I sent you a screen cap, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Uh, How exciting. Yep, yeah, so exciting news, folks. It looks like... The Secret Wars set is due to arrive in North America on the... I'm trying to find the email on my phone now. 12th, was it? 12th of April? Oh, I can't remember. I think it was 12th. Was it the 11th? I'm I'm scrolling furiously through the email trail. Yep, 12th of April. Yeah, Yeah, although they do uh, do these emails weirdly backwards because it says 412. That's the American way of doing it. Fourth of December. No! Twelfth of April for North America. Fourth of December for UK. Yeah, bad news, folks. Bad news. I've had an email from WizKids. It's been delayed again until the fourth of December. (laughs) No! No, 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 no. 
it's the 12th of April because it's the back to front North American way. Um, so that's really great news, really great news. Uh, and then Jimmy said, uh, well, he said, I'll read you the sentence, in fact, verbatim. Looking at a 412 release, and that should be public very soon. So it's probably even it's out there. You said you saw somebody had noticed some stuff. Yes. Word has started to travel. Um, so that's really great news. What that then meant was that some stuff that I've been sitting on for a very long time, uh, I was able to hit, hit the go button. So we've had a new spoiler video go out. Uh, this is on the ooh, subject ooh. Of, of the Thor core, and keep your eyes out for another one, another pre-record, uh, making its way out into the public next week. And uh, WizKids are giving me a heads up around some of the other spoiler content that's been uh, spread around the uh, community. So keep your eyes and ears open on uh, some of our friends and uh, their content production because you might see a few bits and bobs coming out from around their parts as well. Yeah. So that's all really good news, which means that the... Uh, well, it's certainly trimmed a couple of weeks off the slog of a wait. Yeah, Because uh, at minimum, I'd say it's about a month ahead of what we were expecting. You know, if it was going to drop in sort of mid-May time, so we've got a good month ahead. We here in the UK, uh, our biggest retailers are two games, uh, who, who we're an affiliate with, by the way, folks. So if you're a UK listener and you're shopping with our two games, please do us a solid, help us out, uh, do your shopping through our affiliate link. It just gives us a little kickback that helps out with stuff like our uh, hosting fees and the ever-increasing Google Drive bill. So it gets bigger and bigger. It does get bigger, yeah. In fact, I, I, I sat down and did some sums about how much it was costing to run the Ministry of Dice, and it's definitely, the bills have definitely got up quite a bit this year. Uh, but anyway, uh, what was I talking about? So, uh, yeah, Zatu Games, they've got the end of April for us here, 30th of April, I think uh, I remember reading. Uh, well, it's 30th of April for the Origin packs, but then a little bit later for the draft packs. I don't know what that's all about. I might drop them a note. So... Uh, as 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 is typically the case, us, us folks here on the other side of the ocean have got a little bit of a delay, but it doesn't seem like it's as much of a delay as we've experienced in the past. I'd be lying, though, if I, I said I didn't have my fingers crossed and I'd been hoping that we'd get a Superman Kryptonite crisis situation where we, we got it weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks in advance. <laughs> the world. Um, but you never know. Well, you never know indeed, but... Uh, yeah, so that's all, that's all really positive. So there's a lot of... Um, Hopefully, uh, uh, there's a lot to talk about and therefore a bit more energy, a bit more steam can come up. Now, whether WizKids are going to come through with some of the other stuff that we could do, really, around the... I, don't know, uh, I can't remember how I described it last week, but, you know, the support and the and the uh, the communication and the marketing and the, st- the other stuff that, that's needed. You know, the radio silence needs to kind of diminish a bit. So let's keep our fingers crossed that something happens on that front i know through facebook and on their social media channels or and with stores they need to correspond with the stores don't they yes give those shop owners some love yeah but from our perspective as people who are net deep in it it's good news it's good news so um we can get back on that horse a little bit it's not even the only bit of news we've got uh no is it not what's the news UK Games Expo. Oh yeah, okay. Well, I was going to do that as a like a you know put Tarquin in and stuff. Oh okay, let's do that. Let's do that then. Okay, folks. Well, we'll get into the episode. Then we've got a quick community focus for you now, uh, and then our featured segment. Uh, this episode is our Dice Masters versus Cancer Golden Ticket winner. 
they won the opportunity to come on and guest on the podcast and so the rest of the episode is our time spent with the guest so let's get into that community focus now that Addy has segwayed us into it <laughs> This is London calling. Here is the news. Yes, okay then, folks. So, UK Games Expo takes place here in the United Kingdom at the Birmingham NEC every year, roughly around the first weekend of June, uh, which is this year. It's taking place on Friday the 2nd, Saturday the 3rd, and Sunday the 4th of June. This is the world's... Oh, what's the stat that I read off the press release every year? It's the third world's third largest... Third largest, yeah. Yeah, tabletop gaming convention event thing we've been involved with the uk games expo for a number of years now and we've been involved in the capacity of organizing uh, mod pdms the ministry of dice presents dice masters events and this year is no different we've got one booked in to take place on saturday the 3rd of june kicking off at one in the afternoon i'll make sure that the Link to all the details is in the show notes, or if you head on over to Brit Roller 6, you'll find all the information there. Or you certainly will by the time this episode goes out on Monday. Dragging my feet a little bit on the cut and paste job. <laughs> but we are running the uh, modern 2020s constructed, which essentially means that we're using the modern 2020 threshold for legal sets. So anything from Marvel Dice Masters, Avengers Infinity campaign box and associated team packs all the way up to the present day. So uh, I, th- I think some folks out, out and about in the online scene give it a name. I feel like Stu referenced it as bronze or something, but I don't know what. Ooh, I've just got- I don't like that. I'm just saying modern 2020. That's what I've called it, modern 2020. Lockdown so, modern. Lockdown modern. <laughs> That's actually pretty accurate, to be yeah. fair. That's pretty accurate, to be fair. So lockdown modern plus any subsequent uh, modern legal teams. So Infinity Gauntlet, Dark Phoenix Saga, Superman, Kryptonite Crisis. And if Secret Wars does indeed arrive in April stroke May, uh, then that will be legal in time for the event too. So constructed event, we're just doing Swiss rounds. Uh, performance will be determined by how you're doing the Swiss rounds. Best of one, 35 minutes, just you know, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am kind of stuff. The All the standard whiskeys bans are in effect, which I think in modern 2020, if memory serves, I should check this and make sure the information's up to date on Brit Roller 6. I think it was just Shriek, wasn't it, that got banned? Oh, no, Shriek's prior. No, she's she's before modern ah, 2020. I don't think there's any bans. Ah, but on that note, I've banned some cards because I can't be arsed with them. <laughs> All right, what are you banned? <laughs> uh, Becky Lynch, Maiden Island, Godcatcher, Famous Walking Statue, Thor, Jormungun's Fear, Master Mold, Endless Sentinels, Mr. Sinister, Dark Experimentation, and Barry Allen, Master of the Speed Force. Ooh, what's the Mr. Sinister one that you banned? That's a bit... That's the one with the um, the generic field of sidekick, prepper sidekick global. Oh, all right. Yeah, I've just I've killed off an enabler. It's decided. Yeah. Well, to be fair, these are all... So Becky Lynch and uh, Thor featured very very heavily in the kind of lockdown online tournament play, as did yeah. Godcatcher, Famous Walking Statue. Master Mold and Mr. Sinister were two key components to this year's Worlds and US Championship winning team. Uh, and Barry Allen, master of the Speed Force, just, I don't know, I've just been a bit ruthless and added him because I did. 
I don't really have a justification because I don't think he did feature as much this year. But Fair point. No. But really, all, all I'm trying to do is create a, an environment where there's a diversity in team building. I want to know things like, you know, when you're talking about modern 2020, is Green Lantern human with a clay face and a one-cost Harley Quinn, like, balmy or not? You know <laughs> what I mean? That's, yeah. the, that's, that's the sort of questions I want to answer. That's what I want to know. I want to know if copying a... Colossus Piota with a hope actually means the opposite, that there is no hope. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's that's what I want to know. That's the stuff I'm interested in. I want to see what can be done with Cree Captain Global in the mix. And I don't know. And the, all those when KO'd effects from the campaign boxes that ne- never saw uh, that we were living off bloody, uh, what's his name from Adventures in Waterdeep? Squid face. Oh, yeah. Asso... Not Asorak. No. Uh, his, uh, his name's just completely fallen out of my head. Purple squid face, man. Yeah, I know him. I don't know what his name is. Can't remember. Uh, pay, pay a mask and KO <laughs> is what it was. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was pay, pay something KO character. Uh, yeah, it was definitely pay a mask. So, yeah, I want to get get that stuff out on the table, you know what I mean, and see what's going on there and just try and mix it up a bit, see whether uh, what kind of synergies sit in the X-Men Forever campaign box with the Dark Phoenix saga set, see if there's any synergies in Avengers Infinity with Infinity Gauntlet. You know, that's that's what I'm in for. Is the Justice campaign box got some stuff with Superman. Well, it hasn't, actually. I know that for a fact because I've already been looking. But <laughs> Yeah, it's really bad. No synergies yeah. at all. <laughs> but that's that's what I'm aiming for. And I just feel like if if folks could just do the Becky Lynch, the Godcatcher, the Thor, the Master Mold, the Barry Allen, all that all that stuff at the second secondary layer just gets overlooked. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Exciting. I like it. Yeah, and there's still a, there's still a lot of great, really balmy, like smash face wind conditions in there with those taken off the top. So that's where I'm at with that. We've there will be prizing uh, provided, but we're doing competitive prizing uh, this time around. So it's going to be prizes for top three and fellowship. Uh, I'll get photos. I'm just gathering stuff in now and organising some bits and bobs with the UK Games Expo. So I'll let folks who are interested know what's going on there when. It's a bit nearer to the time, and yeah, you need to buy your ticket. So go to the website, buy your ticket. Roll up, roll up. Already had three tickets sold. Oh, fantastic! Yep, uh, and it only went live earlier this week, so that's good. Uh, and then there's some some talk, some conversation. Our man uh, Mike Relentless Nettles uh, was talking about maybe if folks were up for it after we finished the constructed event, we just keep the tables and throw a draft together or something. Yeah, that could work, especially if Secret Wars is out. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so we'll see what's going on and what's out and about. Well, I think Mike's got a stash of stuff anyway, but uh, there might be some bits for sale at the Expo itself. So there you go. We're at the UK Games Expo again. Uh, I'll put it in for one in the afternoon, so if you're coming along, come early so you can get some exhibition time in, in the morning. Doors open at nine, so you've got a couple of hours there to generally check out the rest of the scene. Empty your wallet. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, before you come join us over on the uh, Dice Masters tables. And that's it. That's that's everything on the Community Focus. Well, I think that's quite a lot. Actual stuff to talk about. What's going on? I know. New sets coming out. Face-to-face gameplay. 
Ooh, it's like a Ministry of Dice episode from 2019. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, well, shall we crack on and get into uh, our Dice Masters versus Cancer golden ticket winner time? Let's do it. All right, well, let's jump over to uh, the recording we did the other night with Jackalope Spam. Yes, okay then, folks, welcome back, and have we, once again, because we're so generous and we just give, 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 we have got the treatiest of treats for you today. Another contender for the beard and hair length contest thing that's going on between me and Jimmy in the world of Dice Masters, I think... The individual you're about to hear from is actually winning right now. But we have our Dice Masters versus Cancer golden ticket winner with us. Everybody give a super warm welcome to Nick, otherwise known online as the Jackalope Spam. Welcome, Nick. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I, I kind of feel ashamed because I trimmed down the beard yesterday. No! So maybe I'm not winning that game. No, it's okay. I think, yeah, that picture yeah. you sent me of how long your hair was getting, though, I think is... Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's... It's well overdue. Uh, you know, at the start of the pandemic, they said, don't get haircuts or whatever, because, I don't know, I didn't listen past that. And so I haven't. That might have been a mistake. <laughs> You've not had your haircut <laughs> since the pandemic? No, not really. And now I'm afraid, like, if I get the haircut, will my son recognize me? So it's it's a whole thing. Oh, you, no, you'll three, be around right Three that years ago. Yeah, I know. This is yes. a, wow. I don't make great life choices. No, <laughs> I respect it. <laughs> I respect it. I, I was forced to get my hair cut because my uh, my cousin got married uh, last autumn, and so I was forced, like literally, into a chair by my wife and mother to get my hair cut <laughs> for the wedding <laughs> photos and stuff. So, uh, but I noticed I was saying I was I was chatting to Andy last week, so I've got a couple of videos that I recorded uh, just before for the wedding so my hair is shorter and i've held off posting those videos for one one reason or another but i was re-looking at them the other day thinking right well maybe i can get them posted soon uh, but, but my hair is completely different and it's like s- summertime sun coming through the window and all <laughs> the, you, you can clearly tell that they were recorded last autumn late summer last autumn anyway Anyway, here we are then, Nick. Our Dice Masters versus Cancer golden ticket winner. It's taken a while to get you on for, well, many reasons. Yeah, the least of which was the, uh, the Swallow per- Postal Service took a while from England. Oh, mate, yeah. So, over. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know that it is over. So, uh, I don't. Did I send you the link as to what was going on? Um, uh, yeah, you mentioned some of it, and it's. It's absolutely yeah. balmy. So, so for the listeners' benefits, uh, actually, me and Andy talked about it in a previous recording, and I cut it out. So, this is the first time the audience will be aware of this. Uh, Royal Mail have been hacked by a gang of Russian hackers and being held ransom for like millions and millions and millions of pounds. And Royal Mail have said, "No, we're not paying it." So the Russian hackers said, "Pay it, or we're switching a part of your service off." And Royal Mail said, "Yeah, whatever. See what you got." And they switched off International Post. So all International Post going out of the UK, just, I don't know, all the names and addresses, the barcodes, whatever. I don't know quite what they did. So that's what happened. So then all the International Post just piled up, piled up, piled up, piled up, which then created a a second layer of chaos 
The most recent development, though, they've got International Post back off the ground. They've released a load of Royal Mail staff HR files. They've just sold them on the dark web. And there's people's you know, grievance reports and health records and payroll and all that's gone live, including... Oh, yeah, all the identification stuff, yeah, identity but, fraud. Absolutely, but including how much the bigwigs get paid. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a oh, whole new there's a whole new chapter of this going on now. Um, so there was that, and then of course just the usual uh, scheduling stuff. You know, Nick's over in North America, we're over in the UK. Time zones, families, all that stuff. But we finally got it done. Here we are. We have Nick with us. Although Nick, this isn't the first time our listeners, or certainly regular listeners, will have heard your voice on the podcast, is it? No, I've uh, managed to sneak in plenty of times. It seems. <laughs> Though it's nice to be an official guest this time. Yeah, well, you know, you have to do something uh, meaningful and significant to get invited onto the Ministry of Dice podcast, my friend. And oh, should I just hang which... up now? No, you won the golden ticket. That's meaningful and significant. Although that said, your appearances last year on the podcast were um, quite important because you were in the sections when Andy May, our man Andy America, our, our correspondent on the other side of the Atlantic, got a mic under your nose at Gen Con and Worlds. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, you stick a mic in front of me and I'll just talk nonsense for an hour. <laughs> well we know that we know that theory very well over here but uh the at worlds and at gen con uh uto'd those two events last year that is correct and it was how'd you end up with a gig um what was it i think another community member mentioned that they had been asked but they couldn't and so i mentioned to them like hey i could do this and they passed it on and i got in nice yeah yeah absolutely and, and of course you've got good rules lawyering credentials in order to fulfill that role which is an important part of the narrative there yeah there were a lot of uh rules questions being posted to the forum and i got a lot of answers it was nice yeah, yeah. makes for a, a change <laughs> <laughs> yeah. face. but that, that would have been i think the last time our listeners would have heard you on the podcast was with andy may and i think you were in the uh conversation that took place with the old double burst crew at gen con yeah yeah that was uh that was the gen con episode and it was andy myself russ and oh why do we always forget his name the global guru <laughs> yeah that other one <laughs> Yeah, the other one. I won't, I, won't, I won't worry about it, Nick. He's not going to be listed. Zach. Yeah, Zach. Zach. I, I think go, he's yeah. just used to it by now, though. <laughs> the Global Guru. What a show that used to be. I miss those guys. Um, it was, um, uh, what's his face, who gave us our start? Kevin? Yeah. Yes. He. He. Um, it was him who taught me how to do all the recording and the editing and stuff, and uh help me out with uh, filters and leveling and <laughs> e equalizers and all that kind of stuff got me all up to speed and he does uh, loads of content now on uh kickstarter board games yeah and i think he does some of that with his day job maybe or i don't know he's got a lot of equipment it seems well K if any Katie of you are listening Data. that's katie data yeah he knows uh, he knows about recording audio 
Absolutely. And video, yeah. Head on over to ktdata.net, see what they're up to nowadays. But if any of them are listening, we miss you, lads. We hope you're well. Uh, But getting back to Gen Con and Worlds then, so a couple of big events uh, last year. That was nice to see, get in amongst the communities um, uh, and see what's going on. Did you miss playing, though, Nick? You know... I kind of did in the end. Like, I was on the fence about judging for Worlds in Memphis. Because mm. I like, you know, I am I can be competitive from time to time. But it was I was kind of feeling down of, I don't know what to play. Because they just did the rotation. And I was like, all right, I'll throw my hat in the ring. Just go with it. And kind of glad I did. Because that meta was a little rough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, there's there's like a number of cards in there over all the years of Dice Masters where you, you just have to name the not even the subtitle, just name it like Master Mold, Bard, yeah. you anti. It, it doesn't even need any other qualifying factors, and you just sort of see those those that shoulder shrink and that <laughs> that that moment's pause of pain. Um yeah, it does sound pretty rough, but you know, you I, I bet you would have had a janky idea or two to deal with the uh, big guns. You know, your Master yeah. Wars, your Barry Allen. The, well. the rotation just kind of took it out of my sails because I was really vibing with uh, kind of a Thor team with the Plague Marine. Sure, and yeah. That was really good team. And then it rotated, the Plague Marine at least. Yeah, just, just briefly explain that for anyone who's listening who's not familiar with the cards. Yeah, so it's the super rare Thor that um, when you field a character die, you deal two damage to a character or player. And then the uh, Plague Marine from the uh, Warhammer campaign box that whenever a sidekick was KO'd, you could field a Plague Marine from your used or prep area uh, on level two. And so I figured out some janky tricks to essentially use the Dark Phoenix to and Sinister Globals. You field a sidekick quick, you Dark Phoenix the sidekick, which puts a Plague Marine right in, and then you Dark Phoenix the Plague Marine, and you got your Thor for cheap, and you just, it is just full throttle from the start. Yeah, it's, uh, it's nasty. I, w- I like that Plague Marine. I saw it used to great effect with the rare Colossus. Who is it? Who is it I saw using? It was at one of DM North's shindigs that I saw it at. But, uh, yeah, super useful. Yeah, yeah, because it comes in at level two, so automatically it, it qualifies. Yes, absolutely, yeah. Um, just just hits the field and starts dealing damage through the Colossus damage effect, like, straight away. Yeah. Well, you yeah. know, you, there'll be a golden event before long, I'm sure, where you get a chance to show off your skills. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I don't know if I want to touch golden again. Some of those can be rough. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I've come so. up with a fair number of those three-turn kills that they're effective. They're not fun. Oh, uh, yeah. So you've already uh, – so Nick's, Andy, Nick's already sent me over his 20-point um, his, uh, kill with one dice. Oh, okay. Yeah, got that. Got that nice. in the bag, uh, Nick's one. Oh, in fact, on that subject, Nick, it was your team that I selected – for oh, yeah. the Death by a Thousand Cuts pingity ping, I played. Did you watch the gameplay? Not yet. I'm really bad at watching gameplay videos. <laughs> well, get around to it because uh, I want to know if I played it in the manner in which you intended it to be played. It worked good, though. Uh, yeah, it did. It did work good. Heck, it did. Well, when it got going, it was brutal. Yeah, that 
that's what I'm good at is once you can get going, I can get the brutal efficiency. <laughs> that's me, but in life. <laughs> <laughs> that's me, but when I see your mum. <laughs> come on it's been a long time since i've thrown it has been a long you. time yeah <laughs> i did lay off for a bit but the time was right i couldn't i couldn't not be such a setup <laughs> yeah, well, so the rush especially with the new ruling is actually quite epic when you get it up and running oh yeah, yeah. i mean i've been playing rush since it came out and i was always a big fan of putting in rocket and groot so you can rush back and forth yeah. so that it kind of always counts but now that you can just pick one character i think rush is so much better yeah yeah it's uh it did work really really well with this sort of new ruling and uh, as long as you keep your head straight around the use of mr sinister to get those sidekicks out of the way clear that you know clear the space as it were um yeah it, it runs pretty well although in andy's defense your Batman didn't roll for about five turns, I don't think. Oof. I, hate I had a game like that the other day, and just it was just a wash from the start. It was in the uh, two-team takedown. I was playing Troy, and I had by the end of it, I had bought Colossus and two copies of Thor. Never rolled one of them before the end of the game. You see, the, the secret to beating Troy is you just bring Parallax... Out. yeah yeah it would have been nice but just didn't happen it it was just pathetic rolls i'm glad you brought up 2t takedown though nick because uh you, you're kind of a, an honorary member of the dm north crew now you help out quite a bit with the 2t takedown tournament yeah yeah i'm uh i'm a stickler for those rules and getting things well defined and then getting disappointed when still people can't understand but that's what i do in my day job anyways and I'm used to it. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't often have uh, rules lawyers around these parts. It's not it's not what the Ministry yeah. of Dice does. I mean, I'm always a fan of correcting you guys, as noted. <laughs> yeah, I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't always acknowledge it though. <laughs> fair. I'm just fair. like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. It's not often we need correcting. To be fair. You're absolutely right. We are bang on the money uh, the large majority of the time. But on the rare instance that we are incorrect, Nick's always waiting in the wings. If he's not Nick, it'll be Peter. You know, <laughs> One of them's always always set to go with the keyboard there to let me know. <laughs> 80% of the time, we're correct. 100% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> True story. True story. Yeah. There's a, there's a two-team takedown taking place right now, though, Nick. Have you, uh, so what's what's been the standout stuff in the uh, energy quads? Um, uh, what did you guys call it? The Energize format? Yeah, I think, it, I think we're going with Energize, which, as noted in a recent conversation, probably needs an update for names. I checked everyone's teams. I didn't really look into what's winning, uh, though. Uh, <laughs> um, but I've got some decent teams that maybe work sometimes I, yeah <laughs> That's, talk about damning with faint praise <laughs> yeah <laughs> may work sometimes almost as often as me and andy are correct <laughs> <laughs> oh dear I, I like that format it, it is a challenging uh, build because you have to 
construct it. Uh, I, I follow a very simple rule where I, I go for uh, one ramp, one win con, one control, one utility in all the fours, <laughs> regardless. You know what I mean? And then, then seek a, a small bit of synergy in amongst them. So whichever two get rolled, well, I suppose that's the point, isn't it? Obviously, everyone's going to be seeking some amount of synergy between the, the four. Yeah, and I I started with some of that, and then I think I went a little too uh, big brain with it, and I was like, ooh, if I make sure I have this on those other teams, then there's always this little synergy between them, and, well, it just wasn't a good idea. Because <laughs> you're not going to get those things to work, and I don't know, I really like the rare Moira with the uh, loyalty counters and then living the dream. So I made sure to put X-Men characters on all my other teams just in case. And that's just really slow and poor planning on my behalf. (laughs) Well, yeah. But when it does pay off, (laughs) it's an When I ignore that and do anything else, it works fairly well. (laughs) (laughs) If only. If only, yeah. (laughs) Okay, very good. So I'm just working through the list here. So one of the things, uh, Nick, that you mentioned to me recently was this idea of uh, within, so a bit inspired a little bit by uh, our man Jay Lucero's uh, Makers Tournament where he was having people come up with um, kind of fantasy cards, you know, the dream cards uh, for characters that they've always wanted within the existing IPs within the game. So not, you know, the conversation of, oh, wouldn't a Transformers set be great and all that's been had a million times, but Jay sort of took it down the route of, Within the intellectual properties that already exist, what character have you always wanted? Let's let's do something with that. Uh, but you mentioned to me there's a few storylines, like you know, you've been getting into your comic books. I know over the last couple of years and kind of getting under the hood of some of the comic book lore that sits behind the cards in this game we love. And you mentioned that there's a few storylines that you've had your eye on that you you always wish that maybe uh, Dice Masters Whiskies would get around to making a set for. Yeah, I mean, people always talk of like, what new IP do you want to see? And I think that's great and kind of pipe dreams, but sometimes you got to be realistic. Like, what from the existing IPs could make it into the game? And so I've kind of got the... I would like to see something based on, like, the uh, Secret Invasion storyline. The whole yeah. scroll invasion oh. taking over the Earth with all the sleeper agents and kind of a who knows who's actually a good person yeah that'd be a good one because we we could get some new versions of characters that have only appeared once in the game and not been particular i was thinking spider woman oh yeah she would be a key character in that one trying to avoid spoiler alerts from what a 10 15 year old comic story (laughs) Uh, is that when like some of the like if you find out that some of the superheroes are actually scrolls yeah and some of the superheroes didn't even know they were scrolls amazing so you could definitely have something then you could do with uh like um capture and the kind of do you know remember well chris will the collector and that kind of bring a card on for the other team you could definitely play around with those kind of mechanics so that you're taking your opponent's dice and doing stuff with yeah. it and, and and that would There's, fit in with the theme which obviously yeah. isn't what WizKids would do but you know in a perfect <laughs> I mean, a an easy mechanic. one would be infiltrate yeah, yeah flip mechanic yeah I like that yeah flip mechanic but your opponent initiates it 
Ooh, yeah. that would be cool. Yeah. So they you know, reveal the scroll kind of thing. Yeah. Or like uh, in the comic book, you the only way to really find out, and I think Wolverine basically goes off of this method is, or maybe it was Black Widow. The only way to really find out if someone's a scroll is to just off them, because then they revert back. He is the best of what so he maybe does. I, when KO'd, you flip it over and it's the scroll. Yeah. <laughs> or, or it's just a blank and you can now use that character again. <laughs> it's just dead. <laughs> that, that very briefly reminded me of um, uh, uh, the Aliens Legendary game. That, that, oh, has yeah. a, that has a mechanic in it whereby some of your characters get face-hugged and you, if you get eliminated from the game in a multiplayer game, because your character's been face-talking and had a, a chestburster come out of their chest, you then play the alien hunting the colonial marines. I wonder if there's a twist yeah. on that. I don't know. I don't know. Well, what about you, Andy? Is there a storyline or something that you've always, or a uh, kind of era or batch of characters that you've always fancied within the existing IPs? Yeah, sure. Well, I'm not as up in my comic book lore as you guys. Um, I think movies count, if you want to go there. But, yeah, I was going to say that... that like something linking in with the movies would be good. Uh, like, a, I, I like, like I, I'll get booed out, I'll get chased out of Dice Masters role for this. Um, but I'm not adverse to like movie clips on the cards, you know, screenshots. Uh, but yeah, Avengers, Avengers Endgame, Avengers Age of Ultron. I'd like to see all those in it and the, the, the characters. That'd be quite cool. Yeah. yeah. I- that. I'd be down with it. It as though you mentioned legendary before they've done that with their card game. And I think it looks fine. It's if they like slap on a giant tag of what movie it's in covering up like half the image. So as long as they skip that part. Yeah. A, a nice, good quality, high definition picture of the character and nothing else. We don't, yeah. don't want to get, although, you know, they, they did a decent job for, for as much as we debated it at the time. You can't deny the WWE set, uh, you know, for it, which is obviously photo pictures. Um, yeah. it, it, they made good choices. You could see the characters well. Characters, well, they are characters, I suppose, aren't they? Uh, but you could see the wrestlers well, and you know, they, oh, I've oh. I've just dropped the uh, the action Drop figure the leg I was fiddling with. <laughs> <laughs> I got a big green monster leg in my hand. Um, but they, yeah, they. They were they were decent, decently put together. Yeah. Certainly, a, 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 a far removed from the experience of the Yu-Gi-Oh set. The screen captures from that. We'll go one step further and release it the same time as the movie. Ooh, well, that would be some yeah. planning. That would be good, wouldn't it? <laughs> planning, I believe that's beyond the capabilities of the WizKids development team. <laughs> Hey, let's release a set in line with the actual, you know. I mean, they're doing a. Is Secret Invasion going to be a Disney Plus series? That's right, yeah. Um, yeah, they could totally do this. They could. And they probably will for Hero Clicks. <laughs> yeah, and the Dice Masters version of it will turn up in 2026. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Um,. Very good. Yeah, nice little flight of fancy there. I like these little flat flights of fancy. So, Chris, what would your pick be? 
Oh, uh, yeah, did, did I not say mine? So uh, it's well known that I'm a DC Comics guy. I would like to see something. In fact, I suggested this once uh, and I had a quite lengthy conversation with the guys over at WizKids on this subject. Um, a, a 90, I'm a 90s DC guy, so I'd like to see something that's based around like Batman Nightfall and uh, the death of Superman, death and return of Superman, something in that space there. I've read that one. Hey, uh, which one? Been, uh... Death of Superman. Or was it Death of Batman you made me read? Uh, Nightfall, yeah, it was the the breaking of the bat with Bane in breaking it. Breaking of the bat. Is that Nightfall? That's Nightfall, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, I did see it. Read yeah. it. Yeah, there's three parts to it. Nightfall, uh, Night Quest, and Night's End. It's like a, a three-parter. Um, and then you've got the death and return of Superman, which is, was a very famous sort of 90s DC event. Um, yeah, because weren't you saying the death of Superman is when like all the other Superman wannabes came out and... Yeah, like that's right. Steel came out, or John Steele. Yep, that's correct. Yep, yep. And the Eradicator, and uh, there was like a cyborg version, and the Connor Kent. That's when Connor Kent version of uh, the you know the Superman clone first came into being. But get some of that really nineties looking artwork in there, and uh, Batman in his black outfit with the uh, silver Superman symbol, all that stuff. Get some classic superman characters that we've never seen you know like there's never been a perry white um or a bibbo you know um a what this, sorry bibbo is <laughs> like a it's just like a street level dude a, a barman who owns a bar that superman befriends and hangs out with sometimes oh, okay <laughs> yeah but then you've also got all, all that there's uh, characters they're well known to hardcore Superman fans, like uh, the Cadmus folks. Um, so there's the Guardian and Dubelix, who's like a mind reading dude. La la Poe. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. There's a whole wealth of characters that could be uh, added to the game. And the Justice League of America were heavily involved with uh, that storyline too. And there was a lot of characters knocking it. So, like, we've never seen a Fire and Ice, who are legendary DC characters in terms of Justice League. And there was a guy called Bloodwind who had a secret, which, you know, speaking of not spoiling things that are 30 years old, but um, there's a whole thing there. And Maxima, she's a huge Superman villain, but sometimes not a villain and whole thing. Yeah. I don't think I've recognized any of these characters. <laughs> well, I you're a Marvel guy. The, yeah, I mostly read the Marvel. I have the subscription app going, and so I've got all their stuff. Yeah, you need to need to get your head into a bit of DC, my mum. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of looking for a new story, but we'll see. You'll 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 find something. So yeah, I would go for like a '90s. Uh, you'd probably call it Zero Hour or something like that. That was like the big event that all this stuff culminated in. It was the Zero Hour event, um, which would have been in the about 1996-ish. And let us know, folks. Drop us a line, get into the Discord, or send us a note. What would your storyline wish be? Um, so, like Nick says, rather than the pie in the sky stuff, fingers crossed, uh, hoping for uh, your, your favourite IP, what what they not done in the IPs that they do have as of yet? Yeah. I mean, even just expanding the character rosters. We've yeah. had plenty of Captain America, Wolverine, Hulk. Where's the other guys? 
Yeah, I suppose that's that's just all about kind of brand recognition, isn't it? There's like a, a fine balance, isn't there, to make sure that everybody... Uh, Jimmy talked about this, actually, in one of the interviews that we did with him about this fine balance, striking the right balance between it, making sure that the the favourite character of the person who might be buying the set is there, which oftentimes is one of the big... Um, yeah, you know, one of the big characters with a lot of recognition. Superman, um, Batman, Wonder Woman—they're in all of the uh, DC sets, aren't they? Yeah, it'd be the D and D movie is just about to come out, and you know, there's a missed opportunity, really, isn't there? They could have done a D and D. I love a new D and D set. That—that's where my passion lies. Do you know I like what Marvel, I've always... but I'm more of a D and D fan. You're a D and D guy, yeah. Do you know what I've always wanted? A classic '80s D and D cartoon set. Oh yes, Bobby the Barbarian, Uni, <laughs> Uni. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, always. I, I think that right. they're going to be in the uh, coming movie. Yeah, I More saw a little clip. It they were in but... the background, like they're doing. Like I only seen a really short clip. It, but they're doing something, and it kind of like almost in the background. They kind of run past and and find like a axe in a box, and then run off again. Very exciting. <laughs> Yeah, so it's just a little like visual cameo, yeah, Easter eggy, winky kind of thing. Not a, yeah. not an actual appearance per se. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that movie. It, I think for the D and D fans, it should hopefully we finally get something good. Yeah, I can't. I I, I mean, I'm not a D and D fan of this of your scale by any stretch of the imagination, Nick. But um, I certainly like my fantasy, and I know and recognize and have a familiarity. With the with the Dungeons and Dragons stuff, I, I can't shake this little nagging doubt that it's it's going to miss the mark. <laughs> you pessimist. Yeah, I'm a bit cynical about it. Well, I don't, like Vox Machina, I, I, I'll bet you watch Vox Machina in it. Yeah, they've they the Amazon cartoon's been pretty good. Yeah, I've been listening to their uh, live play podcast. The third season, I think, could be better, but I enjoyed the second season a lot, and the first season had pretty good moments, too. Yeah, and WizKids have got the Fox Machina license as well, haven't they? just done some minis for it. Yeah, they're doing minis, and it, it was kind of funny. I pitched to Jimmy, like, why haven't you done a Dice Master set? And it was it kind of fell flat from there, but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they've well, got a huge so- following... But I don't know if they're more than the D and D group, so who knows? Yeah, What's Fox Machina? Fox Machina? Oh, it's a animated. It's a Dungeons and Dragons based. Uh, well, they are a group that live stream their D and D gameplay. Right. The uh, Critical Role group. Yeah, but the characters that they play, and that the name of the group of the characters is Vox Machina. Um, the characters are very popular, so they've taken the storylines and the characters and turned them into turned the uh, live gameplay into an animated series what yeah yeah honestly the uh, humor of it seems right up your alley andy yeah it's really good Uh, i have to check that out i'll check my emails from netflix in case they've seen our fighting fantasy streams (laughs) so you never know uh, tell me, Nick. I'm curious. What, what's your favourite card in Dice Masters of all time? Oh my, that's that's rough. That probably changes. 
so from the newer sets, I gotta appreciate some of the innovations they've done. Like Rush is a fun new concept. Ooh, best card ever. Yeah, best card ever. Maybe I don't know. I'd have to go back to something that probably does something janky with the basic actions. Something like Wild Magic or the uh, Uncommon Morph. Yeah. Something in that line. Or even, I mean, the Boom Boom classic. She was a great card. We love Boom Boom around these parts, don't we, Andy? (laughs) Yay. I mean, I remember when the that set first dropped, and we were drafting, and so you could pull in any basic action you want. And uh, I believe the phrase that night was, "I shock and grasp your boom boom." <laughs> Ooh, uh, quite a night. The people paid yeah. good money for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, boom boom. Yeah, that's a good choice. I played boom boom for a long time. Uh, poor yeah, Andy. Sick of the sight of Boom Boom throwing brick, aren't you? Yeah. I even, I even have the uh, promo version, so that's all the better. Yes. Yeah. Very Ooh, nice. You look, did you get that? Uh, that's your little uh, TOs, but in your little TO package, I imagine, yeah. then from Gen Con Worlds, was it? Uh, no, this I, I earned the uh, Boom Boom. I was one of the top eight at that Worlds. Oh, was this one or, of those places? <laughs> Yeah, I actually played that time and earned it. Um, Very good. Yeah, I, I got to make top eight and play against Ben and lost out. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when he's when he's got his game face on, you know what I mean. When he's got his game face on, yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, nice. That was in the uh, what was it? The Professor X or no? Uh, Adam Professor with the energy field global that was broken. Well, prior to the ruling. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I didn't think it was that bad, spin down a die to spin up the same one. It worked really well with Awaken. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it had a, a particular, a very specific, you know, case, didn't it? it? You know, an outlier case of it works well with Awaken. The problem was there was a highly abusable Awaken game text <laughs> that you could then use it with. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it would be that bad when you start comparing to uh, like the Master Molds and all that right now. Mate, I, uh, UK Nationals a couple of years back, so I, I got knocked out the top four by a Yuanti that bought like four bat signals that had no relation or purpose in the team other than to exist to be bought for one cost. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so was energy field that bad in comparison? No. No, absolutely. Especially when, you know, you're talking to a guy who quite regularly runs Jinzos and <laughs> <laughs> Oracles and the like to get in the way. Um, a, a global based combo. Um, yeah. you can't do you can't stop someone from buying one cost basic uh, one cost action dice though can you no not salty no. about that at all no, <laughs> <laughs> i had a good team i played well that day you've never you've never known me to actually play well like that it's ridiculous no, you've done well mate i didn't even make it to the knockout rounds 
I need to get beaten by a super rare, you auntie. So, yeah, I agree, Nick. I don't think energy field was that bad. However, what I will say is that that, that was a classic example of the purest form of rules lawyering because it was obvious that that wasn't how the global was intended to work. <laughs> Anybody with an ounce of kind of, I don't know, like reasoning to process it would say, well, yeah, that's not, not what they intended, was it? It's clearly a balls up on WizKid's part there. I mean, that can be the fun part of the rules lawyering, though, is like when you find that niche special case stuff, you know, it really shouldn't do this, but it does. So I'm going to have fun and abuse it. Yeah. I don't, well, I'm on record. I'm on record uh, on this subject many times over. We'll not retread it. Um, but that kind of uh, black and white thinking that, that, allows for that loophole abuse i'm not a fan of um, just in life in general let alone in dice masters rules lawyering you know what i mean but that's just one of those situations where we'll have to agree to disagree yeah it, it, it does tend to when those come up it's the way that some players certainly get an edge on the competition yeah yeah there was uh, there's a famous magic the gathering uh, thing that happened once that I'm often reminded of when we talk about rules lawyering, where there was a, a card. I don't know the details of the card. There'll be other, there'll be Magic the Gathering players listening to this, but and it was uh, a bit like, um, you know, whatever Gold Dragon, and then there was a Gold Dragon, comma, breathes fire. You know, so there was a new version of a Gold Dragon, but with a secondary bit of the title, and in the finals, the player named gold dragon you know played another card that names a card to and the opponent immediately said i need to leave the table to speak to a uh a, a to went and spoke to a to came back and then played his gold dragon breathes fire or whatever it was and the guy said no i've, I've named it he said no you didn't you named gold dragon you didn't name gold dragon comma breathes fire and the and the tournament uh, uh, you know the rulesy people, the stewards, whatever they call them. Uh, what do they call them in Magic? They give them a name. Um, uh, oracles, or is that the database? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, anyway, I'm in the weeds. But it, uh, they they came down on the side of the. Even though it was clear that he was naming Gold Dragon, card, comma, yeah, yeah um, he, he rules lawyered his way to a win. Yeah, so, that that competitive side of the CCGs. It gets up there. Yeah, absolutely. And some rules lawyering of that nature, especially like th that happened with energy field, is intended, isn't it, to catch people on the uh, on the back foot who aren't as uh, deeply ingrained in the rules discussion to say, oh, well, but wait, you're supposed to spin up and spin down two different dice to say, well, no, 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 actually, if you read the global, uh, a, a literal black and white reading of the text means that I can do that. You know, it's designed to, I don't like gotcha stuff like that. You know what I mean? But I am on the record saying it many, many times. This is not Chris's soapbox once again. That's <laughs> so let's 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 Wait, make it about Nick again. That you host isn't your soapbox. <laughs> well, not when I've got a guest on. <laughs> I shouldn't bring a guest on and then start going. Oh, by the way, rules lawyer. <laughs> I've got a vote to pay with you about rules lawyering. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> welcome, yeah, yeah. welcome. Now, <laughs> a few things. <laughs> I mean, I think that's the good thing about this community, though, is 
it's almost always a friendly match of if you made a mistake or if you want to take something back, people are usually like, all right, just take it back. Like, oh, I didn't want to buy that now that I've thought about things. Sure. The old takesy backsy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, love a good that, takesy that, backsy. That's a gear up for when it gets to tournaments. Like, no more takesy backsy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. Because in Magic the Gathering, you takesy backsies, you'd be like, uh uh, mate. Yeah. Forget about it. Yeah. But when you're like playing for what? Like tens of thousands of pounds or dollars or whatever it is i suppose the uh, it does change a bit doesn't it well sure yeah yeah oh yeah <laughs> i would have liked that jubilee though you know what i'm saying yeah <laughs> i still feel, i feel your pain yeah i think everyone wants that jubilee and on that note on that note there i'm gonna move us yep. to the next section bum 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 Yes, that's right, Nick, because every guest that comes on doesn't just get to have a wonderful meandering conversation with us, as you have just experienced, but it's now your time to face the Ministry of Dice's The Bar. Yeah, that, that means it's time for me to fail at this. You know, I have such confidence listening from home when I'm driving or doing whatever, like getting 9, 10 out of 10. Yeah, this is going to go poorly. <laughs> Everybody says that. Everybody says that. Yeah, in the, on the comfort of your own sofa or whatever. Yeah, it's always a lot easier, isn't it? Um, than in a moment of pressure when you know literally hundreds of people are going to be hearing run this gauntlet now, this test that many before you have run up against. Good men and women who've had a go and fallen, but then equally we've had some champions rise, and it, this could be your turn. Although we've completely lost track of. Who's done what now? <laughs> yeah, we have. <laughs> so I'll just be bragging rights. Very good. Okay, and the subject. Well, you gave us a couple of subjects and said, I'll do any one of these. And Andy, you put the D&D sets. Um, yeah, my abundance of confidence yeah. said, let's just do anything. <laughs> that's right. So you chose three sets with associated team packs as a, uh, a full, <laughs> as opposed to maybe narrowing it down to one. So uh, <laughs> we'll see how this goes. But you're a D&D man. I'm sure that you'll be very much up for the challenge. Yeah, we'll see how much goes into the back catalogue of that's, those sets. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's find out, shall we? So I am ready with pen and paper. I've got my timer here set to go. Andy, are you ready, Quizmaster? I am indeed. I am indeed. Uh, are you all right with the rules? Uh, do you want me to go through them? Yeah, i got to well, figure out how to rules layer this. Okay, so <laughs> let me go through it for the listeners at home if you have not listened to The Bar before. It is two minutes of quick-fire questions. Uh, I'm going to fire over to Nick, and he is going to uh, hopefully answer them. Uh, he can give If he gives me the correct answer, we will move on to the next question. If it's the incorrect answer, I will give you the right answer and then move on to the next question uh, uh you can save a bit of time if you're not sure and pass and we'll move directly on uh and um that's all there is really yep i'll run i'll run the two minute timer i'll give you a warning at one minute 30 seconds and 10 seconds nick all righty okay then are you ready sir <clears throat> why not okay here we go then i am starting the timer in three two one go how many super rares are in the Battle for Furon set? 
eight. Incorrect, it was four. Oh, yeah. Uh, Resurrection is a classic basic action card, mainly chosen for its global. But what is the main ability of the card? It lets you roll a die from your used pile, and if it's a character, field it? Uh, I will take it. It's roll a dice from your used pile. Um, uh, Question number three. The D&D sets are special as they have both affiliations and alignments. Uh, There are three alignments. Good, evil, and what? Neutral. Correct. Beholder Master Aberration is a beast of a card. What is its purchase cost? Seven. Correct. The two-cost common elf thief is one of my favouritest cards. What is his subtitle? One minute. Lesser Harper? Correct. In Battle for Faron, we had an elf wizard. In Faron Under Siege, we had an elf thief. What type of elf do we get in Tomb of Annihilation? Elf Druid. Correct. There are a number of golems in the D&D set, which all have what keyword? Fabricate. Correct. Frost giants appear in both Battle for Faron and Tomb of Annihilation. What energy type is Frost Giant? 30 seconds. Bolt. Correct. Giant Spider, Greater Beast from Feron Under Siege has a great global. Pay your shield, target character must what? Block. Correct. Red Dragon has appeared in two D&D sets. What colour is his dice from the Tomb of Annihilation set? Yellow with red ink. Correct. Uh, Ring of Winter was a greatly sought-after super rare that brings in a dragon from the used pile. But what level is the dragon brought on in? Level three. Correct. And it's actually all dragons from your used pile. (laughs) Just to throw that in there. (laughs) What a nubbit. Oh, well, there you go, Andy. You've been told all dragons. Uh, I'll take a point off for that. (laughs) (laughs) That, I think that was a good run. That was a solid run. Decent run, mate, yeah. I've I've tallied up some, quite a few tally marks here. I'm Uh, shocked I got that, uh, the subtitle one. That was the thing I was fearing the most, because they're all lesser, greater, paragon, epic, blah, 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 make stuff up. Wow. It was not a concern in the end. Let's count you up then, shall we? So uh, did you give the correct answer for the one that Nick got wrong? You did, didn't you? Yeah, it was uh, four yeah. super rares instead four of Four super rares. Yeah, okay, cool. So what we got here? Here we go then. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. All right. Ten out of 11, good out of 11 questions. Yeah, very good. That's, that's <clears> good. That's respectable. Um, I think you played it right. You see, this sometimes it's about just taking a breath and, and uh, you know, slow and steady be the turtle, yeah. not the hare kind of thing. Um, yeah. Is, the, is often the route to success. So, yeah, very, very respectable. Highly respectable score there. Well done, Nick. Well done. The man knows his D&D sets. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah he does. <laughs> yeah, he I'm does. I'm got all those. <laughs> well, the one. <laughs> well... That's how it goes. Yeah, very good, Nick. Very good. Well done. We'll we'll add you to uh, the my stone carver. Like I say, he'll get round to it eventually. We'll add you to the the Ministry of Dashes, the bar stone carver. Yeah, just have the intern take care of it, right? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get it all updated, and then you'll be able to see. One day there'll be a leaderboard, and you'll be like, "Oh, <laughs> 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 who knows?" Maybe I'll. If if anyone's out there new to the podcast, just started listening from the beginning. If you want to do me a solid and <laughs> note down everyone's bar score <laughs> through the near six year history of the podcast, I'd appreciate it. Um, but yeah, well done. All right, Nick. Well, uh, we're coming to a close. This, I always give every guest an opportunity, a uh, complete open floor now, uh, to say anything you want to say, to talk about anything you want to talk about, just to finish us off. Oh, I, I mean, I think we've said it all. There's get new sets, do some secret invasion, maybe some live stills from the TV series. That's all we need. And then right. maybe some DC stuff. <laughs> and then maybe yeah that, that's stuff that you were going on about chris <laughs> <laughs> fair enough yeah okay well nick it's been a pleasure an absolute pleasure to have you on the thank podcast you, thanks, thank you um, thank you so very much for making the time to come along and have a conversation with us and play the bar uh if folks want to get in touch with nick you'll find him on discord at uh jackalope spam that's yeah. right isn't it? and yeah. that's about where you can find me because i don't yeah. do the twitter he doesn't do the he doesn't do the Twitter. He's not an in, he doesn't Instara. He's not a TikToker. Find him on nah. Discord. Yeah, very. I cool. mean, I did like a post uh, somewhere on Twitter, and you called me out for liking something a year ago. <laughs> was that me? Was it? Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. So that's where my attention to detail obviously lies. Is. Uh, is <laughs> looking at what people are doing on Twitter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> everyone's yeah. got to have their strengths, I suppose. <laughs> very good. Okay, then, Nick. Well, thank you so very much. Have a great rest of the evening, uh, folks. Nick, otherwise known as Jack Lopes, man. Yeah, and that's it. Nothing else. Well, there we are then, folks. As all good things must, this episode of the Ministry of Dice has come to an end. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording it. And we did. Yeah. A uh, big thank you, big shout-out to Nick for coming along. And I know it was his prize. You know, he was claiming his prize, but still, uh, great to have you on. Um, pretty impressive run at that, that there bar. Yeah, yeah. It was hard. Hard topic to pick all of D&D. So very impressed that he pulled out a uh, a solid, solid score. Well, as he said, it's his jam, isn't it? d and his jam, so all over that. Yeah, so thanks, Nick. Um, great to have you on. Great to have a bit of a nap with you and for you to have a run at the bar. It was uh, our pleasure. And that's it. Have we got anything else to update? Don't forget about the UK Games Expo. Don't forget about the one-hit-kill brew-off teams. Come hang out on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash mod extra, M O D X T R A. Yep, come and do the thing. I can't remember. Is it a follow or a like or whatever? So you get your notification when we're on? Yep, yep. Uh, I think it's a follow on Twitch. Uh, head on over to youtube.com forward slash the Ministry of Dice to go check out that, that new spoiler video and keep an eye out later this week for the next one. Ooh, um, and then I'll, another then one. Then I'm done. I'm spent. That's that was all the all the stuff I'd pre-recorded. We'll <laughs> that to... video, that video was supposed to go out like last November. <laughs> <laughs> so you got a completely different haircut. So someone messaged me. They said, "How long have you been sat on that?" And I said, "Well, I, I can tell you, it was recorded early September because it was my cousin, cousin got married on the 10th of September, and I got my hair cut just before the wedding. So." Uh, and my hair is long in this one 
in the uh, the Thorcore one that I've just posted, and it's short in the Captain Britain one. So I must hmm. recorded them back to front and then posted them the other way around. If you know what I mean. So you could you could see the moment like before cousin's wedding after. <laughs> <laughs> like because we hair's long in the thor one and then it's short in the captain britain one <laughs> anyway um so but that'll be it i'm spent but then i know there's some other stuff coming down the pipeline so keep your eyes out for that Ooh. uh yeah that's it that's, that's it we're done so thanks for coming and hanging out everybody i hope you enjoyed the episode i've been chris otherwise known online as true mr six and i've been andy a.k.a. Coach Beard. <laughs> Don't anybody talk to that over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have to beep that. Yeah, I've got a bit of bleeping to do. Have you? Yeah, because I said earlier, didn't I? Did you? I didn't. I, that just went right over my head. I didn't hear you say at all. Maybe it was... What did I say? It was when I was upset about Marvel Snap saying it was miserable. I said that. Oh. F*** off. <laughs> Well, you're the one that's editing it. (laughs) Yeah. See you later, folks. Bye-bye-bye. Chris, have you gone now? Uh, we've lost oh. him. He is. Oh, he's there. Yeah, I got you back. I didn't. Uh, uh, I didn't hear any of that. <laughs> but I'm sure it was good stuff. <laughs> nah. I'll pick it up. I'll pick it up <laughs> off the audio recording. Okay. Um, you can edit in uh, a laugh. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> I got two things. <laughs> Chris, have you gone again? I've lost connection again, yeah. Mate. You have to laugh again. (laughs) He's just gone. He's he's back. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, back. Oh, I thought we'd lost you totally then. No, I was saying to Nick before, Harrison's upstairs, he's on Fortnite and Penny's on a video call with a friend, so... I think things are just a bit shaky on the old Wi-Fi. So uh, you need a, an on-cue laugh. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. Ha <laughs> ha! Oh, 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 Andy. Oh, oh. Mm, <laughs> <laughs> so is this what always happens when you guys cut out with mic issues?